Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. As creators in the entertainment industry, we stand in solidarity with the members of SAG-AFTRA who are currently on strike. We recognise and understand the importance of fair compensation and good working conditions, not just for actors, but for all other performers, writers and crew members. So in support of this, we'll be refraining from discussing or promoting any upcoming releases from the Struck Studios until the strike is resolved. If you're looking for more information on the strikes, visit www.sagaftra.org. All that being said, as seen in is not going anywhere, we and your favourite segments are staying right here. So let's get on with the episode. You love a montage, don't you? I love a montage. I love a montage. I just think that you've got very montageable music. Yeah. It's all very like, it builds up and that's yeah. always when the montage is happening. Exactly. If you listen to the, the very beginning of that song, there's like a bit of bird song in the background and that's actual bird song from like his driveway <laughs> so which is probably it's pun, one of the it? most offensive things it's... that people that like rock will ever hear okay yeah fine it's like alternative punk hi guys welcome back to as seen in hi guys i'm tatty i'm kaylee we talk about all things music film tv entertainment so stick around if you enjoy that Stick around, uh, get involved in the comments, comment on what we talk about. I don't know, can't remember. <laughs> it's a fun episode. It's a it's a guest app, a lot of music related things. So hope you enjoy. So how's your week been? My week's been fab. I have an update for you. <gasps> very, very random. You know Pretty Little Liars? Of course. I saw a guy who looked just like Toby Kavanaugh. Toby Kavanaugh. Yeah, on the, my on the on my train this morning. Oh, well, on the train platform this morning. I was like, I did a double take. But then it reminded me of that scene where he wore a do-rag. Do you remember that? I said black king. When he went to prison. <laughs> like, the man couldn't be more white if he tried like, as well. That's so funny. When he went to prison, then was like a cop. Honestly, what a storyline. Such. I had the best time watching Pretty Little Liars. It's like one of my all-time best memories from my early teens. Yeah. I would come home every day from school. I'd get in the bath and I'd chuck on Pretty Little Lies on the oh, iPad and I'd sit there nice. hours and hours and hours on end. Nice. I loved Toby. He was my fave. And who's your favourite liar? <sighs> Not Aria. They were all so jarring in their own right. Probably, um, probably Emily. Okay. I like Miss Emily. Shay Mitchell. Shay Mitchell. I just love her. Yeah. She I seemed real. Know. Or Ashley Benson's character. I think Hannah had the best growth. Yeah. So I might say Hannah just because she started off as like a bit bratty and annoying, but she really, she never thought she wasn't, if that makes sense. Whereas all the others thought they were so like... Yeah, she was always so direct as well. Yeah, I think Hannah's probably my favourite though. Yeah. I liked Spencer for a bit, but looking back, Spencer was an absolute pick me. She was But at the time, I was like, she's so cool. I remember being like, she's the, she's so smart, guys. Like, listen to Spencer. Like, she, she was like the intelligent, like... I don't know. I liked her, but now I think she's a bit pick me. Sorry, Spencer. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, let's do cheeky guess the song before we oh introduce God. the main event for today. Let's, let's GTS. Um, are we doing a theme? Should we do was, a theme? Uh, I've got a good theme. If we do a theme. Okay. Fine. Go for your theme. Then. Rock. Really good. 
just rock songs. She's really good. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What? That was the easiest thing I've ever given you in my entire life. Yeah. Can anybody find me somebody to love? Yeah. Okay, nice. By who? Queen. Yeah. Of course. I'm yeah. not. I, I know oh, that. Oh my god, rock. so cute. Okay, interesting. Oh, you need to know them. Well, yeah, hopefully. Somewhere in Neverland is. <laughs> first of all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. First of all. No, it'll make sense in like two all, episodes' time, guys. Yeah, first of all, relevance right now is zero. <laughs> and you've just said all time lower rock, which is probably it's punk, one of the it? most offensive things it's... that people that like rock will ever hear. Okay, yeah, fine. It's like alternative punk. It's like. Um, yeah, you're so right. It's, That's, like, it's, it's, like, punk. it's like pop rock. I don't know. I'd say it's punk. I'd punk, say it's punk. No, Tati, you're going to get murdered. They're literally, okay. Mur Tati, you're going to get okay, murdered. Okay, fine. Alternative punk, rock, pop. They're great. That's all I know. No? Like emo. E yeah, but not okay, like should emo. I? Should I? Yeah, I don't want to even categorize. But I really like that song. Yeah, so it's let's a great not song. shit on it. Yeah. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just shitting on the categorization. I feel like punk rock is accurate for all time low. Punk. Like me. Maybe Punk like rock. the Sex Pistols, not like all-time low. Sex Pistols, I'd put that as rock. Okay. Punk rock. It's because I studied punk as a genre and it wasn't all-time low. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. What it was like, it like, like, like a completely different neck deep? scene. Neck Deep, I'd say is rock. Love Neck Deep. I don't know. I like all these things too, but I'm not going to even bother. Okay, What's this thing on their Spotify Avengers? It said punk. Okay. So yeah, I... Um, okay. Anyway, you go next. I really do get you. Okay. Um, we'll do one more each. I'm doing easy ones. Just to save... Kelly, you have to play the song for me to be able to guess it. By the way, this is my karaoke song. Um, is it Don't Stop Believing? No, no, no. Um, you gotta hold on for what we... Yeah, um... Sex on uh fuck yeah. Um Sorry. we're halfway there. Living on a prayer, on Bon fire. Jovi. Mm. Living on a prayer, Bon mm. Jovi. Okay, gosh. Correct. I knew it, because that's one of my favorite songs of all time, too. That's literally my go-to karaoke song. Okay. Or my other one. What's yours, by the way? Do you have a karaoke song? I've got many. I've got many. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna tell you now. Okay. We'll save that for a different Fine. Day. Last one, okay? Yeah. What could that be? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, it could be Falling With Me. Yeah. By the Struts. By the Struts. Um, and speaking of the Struts. Speaking unbelievably so much. We had the unbelievable pleasure of chatting to Luke Spiller, frontman of the Struts. If you don't know um, who the Struts are get to know literally get to know <laughs> do some research um but yeah that's basically what this episode is going to be so i hope you guys enjoy rock music that when we spoke to him it was just great vibes we put yeah. some strut songs in different movies and tv shows it was great yeah thoroughly enjoyed we had a good old chat um which you'll be hearing in a second yeah so should we introduce luke yeah get to it and um we'll catch you afterwards guys stay tuned hi welcome to as seen in Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Just in case we've done a terrible job at introducing you, 
Do you want to give us a brief introduction to you, to the Struts, and yeah, what you're up to at the moment? Yes, uh, my name is Luke Spiller. I am uh, an English uh, frontman slash songwriter slash singer uh, from UK-based band The Struts. Sorry, that's pretty much the first sentence of a Wikipedia page, it sounds like, so... You're wearing a lot of hats in that. There's a lot of titles, so that's a great song. <laughs> um, you should be very proud. <laughs> um, yeah, we kind of... So our podcast is about film, TV, music, everything. And obviously we're going to feature a little bit about the shots and the tour and the new album, et cetera, et cetera. But we're also going to intertwine some some other things <laughs> but we'll we'll wait till we get there we won't we won't spoil it now um but you want to talk sorry yeah i was just gonna say you just kicked off your uk and europe tour how was your first show the first show was at uh nottingham rock city which uh is a great venue and it was loud as hell the audience was really really loud um but it's it's great to be back in you know like our home country and it's funny sort of hearing the songs now being sung back in an English accent uh, for the first time in quite a while it's just the little things that are that are nice and yeah I'm I'm in Manchester today uh, for the second show and it's it's great it's lovely being home and I, in fact I've actually got my my mum my dad and my niece traveling uh on the tour bus for the first three days which has been really sweet so it's, it's great must be quite busy then with the whole band plus family yeah it's a busy it's a busy bus it's a bit like and it's a double decker so uh, it's very cliff richard summer holiday kind of vibes going on nice. <laughs> love that and also you just recently announced that you have a new album coming out that we're very excited about um but i wanted to ask with your last album strange days um, in the beginning of the song, I hate how much I want you. You said that you recorded it in lockdown in ten days. Is that correct? And if so, how was that whole process? That must have been wild. It was wild, and it was really unique. And the truth be told, we we didn't really set out to make a a full length album. So what happened was we were all in LA everything got closed down we were told that we weren't going to be able to tour for the foreseeable future <clears throat> so we decided to take about 10 days in total and go to a studio with our producer and basically live at his house and write and we and we was we wanted to do maybe three four songs like an ep to kind of like keep our fans engaged and not dip off the radar and stay proactive. And then by the third day, we had like four or five, like almost finished songs. And we were just like, fuck, let's just keep going and going. And it was just such a, a great combination of us really wanting to be in the studio, uh, having no external sort of people hearing or having any opinion what we were doing at the time and that created like an extremely prolific like seven days so yeah the songs were written and recorded in seven days and then the last few days were spent doing 
all of the vocals and and the guitar overdubs and everything and we really threw the kitchen sink at it when it came to like our guests because nobody was on tour mm-hmm. and we just thought you know what would be really fun just to sort of like make it even more unique of a record is just to sort of have all of our friends on it and so we we can try and sort of encapsulate this really bizarre moment in time that everybody's living in at the moment and yeah it was it was a really cool process i think looking back it wasn't compared to like the other two records we had before it probably wasn't the most strongest musically but as a concept and 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 as sort of like a sound it's kind of really filled with character and it's not polished whatsoever it's pretty much like a live album so it was really great to make so what with the new album and then obviously you've just mentioned about that one do you think the sound in the new album is different to those ones or do you think the 2021 is going to stick out as different because of the circumstances that you made it under that's a good question i think I think it's kind of a mixture between the two. I think uh, there are elements on this new record that's going to be coming out in November, which definitely are reminiscent of what we're known for. But I really made a conscious effort and decision about just over a year or so ago when we were writing the new songs that we really needed to push into sort of like a lot of new different directions and that was really helpful and we've we've got quite a few songs that we've never sort of tried before in in terms of like feel and even kind of genre but the way it was recorded has been really unique because we've never i mean so from the first two records we were basically track over the demos and that's the way that we kind of always done it you know me and ads would write the the songs with a producer and we'd have like a really kind of close to finished song. And then we would lay more guitars. We would get um, Jed and Geff to do their drums and bass like over it. But with this record, we selected all the demos and we all got together like in a studio and we just sort of like, just threw away the demos, so to speak. We just used it as a reference and we, experimented with tempos we experimented with keys even the arrangements so i think what's going to be really great about this record is that it's going to have the quality of like the songwriting from the two first records but it's going to have like that live feel that strange days had which is really really exciting and it's something that i've noticed that the fan base has been really dying for is like a record that really gets close to how we make them feel when we're playing live. And from start to finish, this album's like bang, bang. And it's, it feels really organic, uh, but it's still yet nostalgic, but it's still consciously pushing this kind of like rock genre, rock and roll classic rock, whatever you want to call it, in a, in a new direction, which is really cool. Amazing. Were there any moments, like, when you were recording this new album that you were surprised where the songs went? Like, yeah, like, did you have an existing idea of, like, okay, this is how this song is going to be, and then it just turned out completely different when you were recording? Yeah, totally, totally. I, I mean, 
there was a song called Bad Decisions, which the original demo and song was written in about an hour. And all it had was the the verse, pre-chorus, verse to chorus, and then it kind of just stopped. <laughs> we just kind of ran out of time and then we just kind of lived with it and sent it around and everybody was like, wow, this is a really cool idea. So to hear that song go from practically guitar and vocal and no drums and just sort of like a little bit of double tracking and a little bit of harmonies to sort of then take it into the studio and you're in this big, beautiful room and you have and the whole band's looking at each other and you're all just sort of feeling it out. It just elevated the idea and it was really inspiring because then after that we were like, oh, wow, well, why don't we try this one that, you know, could even sound better if we approached it in the same way. So, yeah, there was many moments like that. Okay, so you said the album's coming out in November and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe on tour if people have VIP tickets, they get to hear a snippet of the album, is that correct? They do. I believe we're, we're going to be doing a couple of things like that. Um, for instance, I think tomorrow when we play London, we're going to be playing them one of like the three songs that we're going to be sort of like soft releasing before the record. Uh, but I don't know the, the absolute finite details, um, as usual, uh, for like sort of like preview listening and everything, but I am, that does sound familiar. It wouldn't surprise me that there is going to be some sort of like preview for people who do pre-order it. So, so yeah, I mean, I pre-order it anyway. So. Little plug, little plug. <laughs> well, we're going to be there tomorrow anyway, so we'll have the details. Okay, so we have this segment that we do on the podcast with musicians that we thought would be really fun to do with you. And it's basically, where do you see your music in different film and TV? Like, we know we've heard the Struts music in things like Edge of Seventeen, Umbrella Academy. But firstly, how is that process from your end? Like, do you get approached by these, like, productions beforehand and have to approve it? Or do you, are you just surprised when you hear your music in different TV shows and films? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it... Sometimes what's happened in the past, like you mentioned Edge of 17, for instance. So that's a good example of like one half of like the, let's call it like the sinking kind of side of the the music trade is where, for instance, with that film, they wanted Ballroom Blitz originally recorded by Sweet. And for whatever reason, like either Sweet was demanding too much money or whoever owned the master of that song was giving them like a, a big, big asking fee or, or maybe the band themselves uh, didn't necessarily want to. I'm not quite sure, but we were then approached and was like, look, you know, we think that the Struts could be really good at doing this. Like, here's kind of like the budget. Do you want to do it? And we've, we've done lots of things like that. We did one recently for another film where we did a version of I Was Made For Loving You by Kiss. And we just spent the day in the studio, recorded it. And sometimes they get picked up and sometimes they don't. So we've been lucky to have a few really good placements. And then with originals, that's kind of like a complete surprise. Like when we got notified that Sing 2 were gonna use Could Have Been Me, 
we just got this email through um, via our management and we were kind of pretty stunned. We were like, wow, like I love seeing the first one. I thought it was really great, really original and clever. And I thought the music and the soundtrack for the first film was great. So I was like, wow, like this is going to be brilliant. And of course, like Halsey did a great job and, I loved where it was placed in the film as well. It really suited like the narrative and that was like a real big moment for us. And it's, uh, yeah, when it, like I said, when it comes to the originals, it's just kind of like one of those great little surprises that you wake up to. You're like, whoa, okay. Like, yeah, approved, let's do it. So <laughs> you just never know. You really never know. Oh, fair enough. I've always wondered about that. Yeah. I always wonder how that works, but no, I know. Yeah. Very nice. Whoa! <laughs> we are interrupting this broadcast. Guys, if you are enjoying this episode, please make sure to subscribe and drop us a comment. And also check us out on audio platforms and give us a rate because it really helps us out. Back to the episode. Bye. We have brought to the table four or five yeah. strut songs that we have both separately um curated a film that we think that that song was too but we're going to go through them yeah. and see what you think or if you have any ideas so, so we have okay. a- yeah we'll start with our examples so that you understand like how this works so one of my favorites is in love with the camera and i was like that would work perfectly in like a 90s makeover scene think like 27 dresses when she's trying on all the dresses so that would be my Mine I picked was, I think I picked Pegasus Sia. Is that how you say it? Sia? So obviously that sort of anime podcast anime is too obvious. So I went for like an 80s montage of, you know, when there's like a a scene of someone working out in like the sweatband and like the, the tash and the short shorts. I just, every time I listen to that chorus, I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see the vision. Like, the, you see the vision. Thank God that translated. I was trying to explain it to Tati. I was like, I don't know if that actually makes sense, but I can see it so vividly. So that's the sort of thing we're going for. It doesn't have to be a specific film. Yeah. Like a vibe. Like a vibe. Um, so okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll throw them. Let's start with Could Have Been Me. What do you mm. think? Where, where would you place Could Have Been Me? It could be a TV show, it could be a film. Or it could just be like an iconic scene or a vibe that sticks out to you. Gosh. Um, <clears throat> I could definitely see, because you know sometimes when they'll take a song and they'll kind of like reprise it in different ways. Uh, like I guess the most recent example I could think of was the, um, the latest Batman film where they took the Nirvana song and they kind of like put it in the strings and everything. I I definitely think Could Have Been Me is kind of like, I I I think it could be like Guardians of the Galaxy, like kind of vibe. I know like the third one just came out and I'm pretty sure that, I don't know if that franchise is gonna carry on. Um, But if, if, if Rocky, the raccoon sort of like carries on and it has his own films. I could definitely see like a big triumphant moment where it's like in violins, like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, that would be really, okay. Yeah. I think that's good. What did you go That's for? good. I went for like an Ocean's Eleven type vibe, just anything where there's like a, big, a cool like montage where it's like, just I, I didn't want to go with James Bond or like the Vaughn series. 
I felt like ocean slam was a bit okay. yeah okay. just like one of those like classic okay spy type okay I agree yeah. I agree fine <laughs> um can we do body talks next because I have a really clear vision for this as well um so body talks Luke what do you think that would be I think it would be first thing that comes to my head is do you remember the, <laughs> do you remember when David Bowie made a cameo appearance in I think it was the first Zoolander when they do the walk-off yeah I and it's like the belly, and it goes, let's dance, and it just shows yeah. that one second of the song. Yeah. I if they did a third uh Zoolander for whatever reason, again, just use you know, in an alternate reality, I think it would be a great uh way to reprise the, the walk-off scene in in the Zoolander film and like him and Wilson having a walk-off, I think would be really, really cool. Yeah. Okay. What did you go for? Okay. I can because all I think about when I think of um, body talks is the Victoria's Secret fashion show because that's when I first heard. Mm. So, so I can only think of like I don't. I, I thought like a, a a James Bond movie where like the Bond girl betrays James Bond, but I don't know if that happens in any of the Bond movies. But that's like a scene I feel like that body talks would be good for. Okay, you can oh, write okay. a new bond. And that yeah. would be, when there's that yeah. conflict, I feel like that would work perfectly. See, I, well, I went for like similar vibes with the action. Mm-hmm. I can imagine another montage of when they have a really big, almost like car chase, fire explosions. You love a montage, don't you? <laughs> I love a montage. I love a montage. I just think that you've got very montageable music. Yeah. It's all very like, it builds up, and that's yeah. always when the montage is happening. Exactly. But I mean, it doesn't have to be a montage. It could be like a car chase or something. <laughs> but you know, when it like something goes in the air, and then there's that sudden like. Mm. I think yeah. that's what I'm going for. Lots of fire. Okay. Explosions. Let's do. I that. could also see it in a quite of like an ironic way, like um, like in a Minions film. Like if yeah. you know, again. I, I think uh, if like the minions were like running away from the police and then they hotwire a car and it's like a classic yeah. car and then like the radio comes on and it's 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 already through the first verse of Body Talks and they're sort of like yeah. running away from the police and it that could be quite cool. Such the same page. Okay, let's do Falling With Me. Ooh, okay. Um, falling. I'm just playing it in my head now, like. <laughs> I could see I could see falling with me in almost like a like a like a devil wears Prada kind of like really? film. I kid you not, that is I wrote that down on my list. Really? Did you? Not. Yeah, I was like Devil Wears Prada, American Pie, something like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really good I didn't go for that I didn't I I thought that this would be right and it's not a montage so shock it's basically you know at like the end of a I don't want to say like bad uh like teen drama but you know when there's like an end where everyone's there's a concert and they've done a song like the people yeah. the characters are singing a song you know like ultraviolet yeah like songs and perfect snogging when there's like it's just this great scene at the end where there's like a rock band and then like yeah. everyone's like, Arr. yeah. That's what I was picturing. Okay. I was picturing Aaron Taylor Johnson up there <laughs> singing. 
<laughs> the only other thing that comes to my mind is, you know, have you seen Twilight, the baseball scene, where there's super massive black holes? Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I thought that could be a good one too. That seems. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with all of these placements, by the way. If my publicist, you know, here's, I'm, I'm proving all of these placements. You know, bring me the money. You know. Yeah, yeah we'll take a little. Bit. Um, okay, that's good. I like. You guys that. can get five percent. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. That's so good. Very generous. Very generous. Um, okay, and then I. What do we have next? Kiss this. See, I've got really good one for okay. kiss this. But you guys. Oh. Take the stage. Oh gosh, I mean, it's been used quite a bit. That one, it's been used in like a horror film. Yeah. It's been used in TV shows. Um, I'm not going for horror. I haven't gone for horror. I've gone oh, for- I don't know. I'm kind of stuck on that one. What What have you guys got? I went for the Netflix show Sex Education. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. There's just so many different okay. options there. I feel like it fits the vibe of the show. Okay. Yeah. Mine was different, right? And this is like the clearest picture of all of them. Okay. So it's like a comedy, or sort of like a, a comedy that's maybe like Adam Sandler, or maybe like Hangover vibes of that sort of characters. And they're doing a scene where they're slow-mo walking in sunnies together. Mm. And they're like thinking they're really cool. And they're like waving people in slow motion. And you know when they do those scenes where they're just like, they, they're having their like cool moment. Like and then Street. all of a sudden it's like the music's like, and one of them sets in like dog shit. Or like they get hit by a car, like something that's just going to stop it. But like the, the bit where they're walking is like, yeah. that's how I see it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Naughty's comedy. Yeah. Nice, I can see it. Very, very, the description's very visual, especially when they stepped in the dog shit. I, yeah. Yeah. I got that. <laughs> yeah, like a... Yeah. Love that okay. okay, one of the... We'll move on from this segment because I feel like we've we've done this now. Um, One of the things <laughs> on your last album, you have, as you mentioned, amazing collaborations. What's that process like for you? I know you mentioned your friends with a lot of people you collaborate with. Um, do you, yeah, what's the whole process like? Like, how do you approach them? Do you write together? How, what is it like? Yeah. Uh, well, for the most part, it's just sort of like a, <clears throat> a case of the song gets done. And, you know, if we really want to have a feature, you, you, you know, I don't necessarily we haven't written things with someone in mind. You just sort of live with it and you're sort of like, you know what would be really cool? Like with the Strange Days record, for instance, we were like, we'd sort of finish the song before moving on to the next. And we'd be like, wow, it'd be really good if we had so-and-so doing this one because I can really hear it. And it was just a case of luckily, because we've been around for a while and we've met so many great people, I just sort of either uh, call them up or um, message them on Insta. And then we just sort of like got the ball rolling, ball rolling after that, really. And then, yeah, it's, it, 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 it can be a little bit of a process, especially like when we were doing it in COVID. It was like when we did the, the, the song with Robbie Williams, it was like uh, he, he had been messaging me for, for quite some time 
during the whole kind of lockdown period. And I did say to him, I was like, hey, like if, if we if we have the right song and it makes sense, would you like to to feature on one of them? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. But because of the whole restrictions, we had to record his vocals on his porch in his like Beverly Hills mansion. So I had the producer in the car with all the cables running out, parked on his driveway to keep it all like safe and distant. And then me and Robbie were on his porch outside, sort of like quite far away from each other. And we were both sort of like had the headphones in and I was sort of like guiding him through the song a little bit. And if you listen to the, the very beginning of that song, there's like a bit of bird song in the background. And that's actual bird song from like his driveway. <laughs> so it's uh, each, each one of them is like really unique how it kind of gets done. Yeah, that's because when I saw Rory Williams, I was like, that's, I would never have paired it together, but lockdown did make us do some crazy things. <laughs> and I think it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If we just. Yeah. Oh, that was 2020. It's like, oh, that makes sense. Makes like, sense. don't worry about it. it literally. Yeah. Makes- and I think that's why we did it, you know, like, and I think that's why I'm so excited to get this new one out. And I think, and I know the fans are excited to get this new one out because, we, like I said, we did throw the kitchen sink at that third record, but, you know, we wanted to make it sort of like a moment in time. And like you just said, it's like, everybody was doing quite out of the box things during that moment in time. And that record definitely reflects all of that. So I'm great and I'm really excited just to release a record, which is no nonsense in the nicest way and just the struts, no features and like 11 great songs. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. We wish we could chat for ages, but we can't. Um, yeah, it's because we can't afford Zoom Plus. <laughs> so it's telling us to upgrade if we don't finish in five minutes. That's what I'm like, wrap it up. But um, yeah, where can people find you? And yeah, where can people find you before we head off? Yeah, all over social media at the Struts. Like every band member is their name, Struts. I'm Luke Struts. Uh, we're like all over YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music, um, TikTok as well. We do a lot of TikTok, which is always fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're everywhere. And of course, like if people want to come see us play, you can you can find it all on thestruts.com. And yeah, where are you guys based? We're based in London. We're so, London. So we're coming tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're coming tomorrow. You are. I thought you said that. All oh, right, brilliant, wicked. So we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, and um, everyone. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, and for everyone watching and listening, they can get the album on November the third. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Or is it fourth? Well, put I, it up on the I, I saw third, but you could be right. It's either third or fourth. Whatever. I mean, it's you can you can totally get it technically at midnight on the third. So oh, you know, flow. <laughs> yeah, no, it is the third. We just got a message saying it is the third. Well done, Tati. You should have given. You should be so proud of yourself. Memorize. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this. Um, we'll wrap it up in the studio, so yeah. you don't have to worry about the awkwardness. Yeah. Um, 
but thank you for joining us. Thank you. And thank, thank you. Thank you so much. So that was our chat with Luke. Yeah, that was Hopefully our chat. you enjoyed. Um, maybe we should chat a tiny bit about the show because we went to see, after that was filmed, we went to see them the next day. Yes, we did. That was really fun. Um, wow, they put on an amazing show. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I remember thinking, like Luke felt like a mix of like Michael Jackson, Queen. Yeah, like Freddie. Freddie Mercury. Like there were so many- Justin Thingy from the Darkness really comes to mind. Yeah. I think they were both at the Taylor Hawkins um, tribute I'm pretty thing. sure he performed. And iconic. They, yeah, they've got a lot of similarities. Yeah. Uh, the show was great. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. It was in Kentish Town, the O2 mm -hmm. Forum. Sold out, I'm pretty sure. Just mm -hmm. really great scenes, really great vibes. So yeah, thank you so much, Luke, to for chatting to us. Mm -hmm. um, and guys, let us know down below what your favorite part of this episode was. Mm -hmm. What your favorite strut song is, because I'm expecting you to have listened What's by yours? now. Or I'm probably gonna go, I actually might go falling with me. I or or actually I'm I might do in love with the camera yeah, or body you talks. Do love that. I do love in love with the camera because I am in love with the camera. Because they wrote about you. So Luke, true. did you write it about Daddy? Like, how did how did you even know? Like that was a secret. Um, I really agree. Falling with me is really good. I love the. This is the thing we spoke about in an episode that's actually not come out yet. Like the references to um, other media. So this when this references Alice in Wonderland, I love it. Yeah, like I love. You'll be mad. Let me not do that. Actually. I'll be mad. It's actually week. funny because yeah. we were at the <laughs> <laughs> we were at the after party. For the concert and then there were so many moments where we would start almost singing their songs yeah, but, no and not they're almost like, I was too far gone what was the one that you were about to I sing I was going we're some and trashy yeah. so Kaylee <laughs> Kaylee once Kaylee went we're some and we were like no no because no right, it's, it's weird because it was quite like an intimate like friends family friends family us and the label yeah. so we were like don't be just embarrassing yeah, have tend to do that, and then we proceed to be proceed to have all the songs in our head because we've just watched them perform for the last two hours. Yeah, so I'm thinking, where's well, something trash? She like 24 hours a day. Yeah, and then obviously we're in like a quite a quiet room with them, and yeah. I'm just going, well, and then so had to stop doing that. Yeah, we had a really good time. It was great. Um, but before we end, actually, we should do a cheeky recasting to finish everything off. Yes, and seeing as we spoke about the Devil Wears Prada with Luke, yeah, how about we recast? Yeah. Meryl and Anne. So Meryl, my girl, Miranda. I've said it before, but I stand by every single word. Golda Rochevelle. Okay, yeah, nice. I I'd just go, think she'd be a great Miranda. I'd go Helen Mirren. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Such similar lives. Yeah, really similar. I think that's good. What about Anne Hathaway? I don't know. Anne Hathaway, I, I feel like Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt were both perfectly cast yeah. in Devil Wears Prada. Um, I honestly can't think. Maybe... Um, do you ever remember that movie Bride Wars? I think Anne Hathaway was in that also. Yeah, I do. The woman who was opposite her, who was also in Ten How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Why can't I remember the her main name? girl? Yeah, was it um Kate? Oh, they think Hudson? there's who was it? In I there? think they're two different people actually. Oh. Kate Hudson, yeah, but some I don't know. I think Anne Hathaway is perfect. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I was looking. Yeah, yeah. I was looking. <laughs> I was literally looking at the other two, and I don't know. There's few people I love more than Anne Hathaway. That's so niche. I, I we haven't we haven't spoken about our favorite white women in a while. Yeah, remember in season one we were yeah, talking we about that them. list all the time. It's been a minute. Um, but anyway. Yeah, she's so high. I just haven't seen many things she's in. What I know, I just haven't. I'm sorry. Okay, well that's for another day. Yeah, guys, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and turn notifications on, and also leave us a rating so you don't you know so you help us out. Basically, we need it. Uh, who would you recast? in Devil Wears Prada and watch your favourite shots on. Yeah.
Okay, catch you next time when I see you then. <laughs>